a listener production. Okay, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! G'day everybody, welcome to Footy Talk with Maroon and Wade Graham. We're going to talk a little bit of that uh, Indigenous All-Stars game shortly. And I think you're going to try and needle some information about the CBA out of me. Hard-hitting questions coming up. G'day everybody, Footy Talk bonus podcast, Maroon here and Wade Graham. We just finished the All-Stars game in Rotorua and it didn't disappoint. Wade, I welcome. Maroon, thanks for having me. That's all right. When I say it didn't disappoint, it was a wonderful exhibition of two great cultures and how the, the part that they play in rugby league and the game was good and Rotorua was beautiful. No one got injured. It was a big old love sandwich. Yeah, it was a great game of footy. Certainly the intensity that we expect um, from a clash like this was right there and The actual footy was of quality. You know, this early in the season, it can sometimes um, deteriorate into into errors and penalties, but I thought the quality was there and well done to the Indigenous uh, All-Stars for getting the victory in a a tough-fought match and and well done to the Māori All-Stars hosting hosting the game for the first time this year. I'm sure they would have had a great week um, sharing cultures and, and learning and and celebrating uh, both strong, strong cultures. So well done, both teams. Um, and, yeah, great way to start the NRL season off. And if I'm a Broncos fan, Wado, I'm seeing Selwyn Cobbo score three great individual tries. Well, one was a great intercept. He ran the length of the field. Was it an intercept? I can't recall. Or he, he picked up the loose ball. Yeah, picked yeah, up yeah. the loose ball. But he scored three great tries and he he just, he looks the goods. But, again, if I'm a Broncos fan, Jordan Ricky scored an amazing individual try. He looks strong. Jordan Ricky didn't he? he play well, defended well. I mean, he looks in good shape. And yeah, as you said, Selwyn Cobbo, he's just he's a finisher. He's one of the one of those talents where, you know, the footy just seems to bounce his way or he's in the right spot. And and when he it doesn't take much for him to um, you know, a little bit of space, a little bit of open field, and he can certainly find that trial line as, as we've seen in the game. Three tries, hat trick, um, and a great like particularly in the second half, a great second half performance by the young man. Now, just getting onto some of the other trials in general part of this preseason cup that we're doing at the moment. You guys played in on the City Coast, Central Coast against Newcastle. It was a high-scoring game and it was a win. Um, what did you take out of that? Yeah, it was a good result. Certainly we're happy with um, with the way we performed. I think especially, you know, a lot, we had a young team in there, a lot of our young guys. First opportunity to really represent all our hard work throughout the preseason I and mean, try and put that together you know, in, in a team performance and you know, by no means were we, were we outstanding, but plenty to like about the way our young guys went about went about their business and certainly, you know, the, a step in the right direction is heading into the Bulldogs next week where we'll get most of our most of our, our first graders back and, and, and we'll get a real good look at what our what our lineup's going to be close to in round one there. Mm. We've seen the Warriors trounce the Tigers. So between the Tigers and the Knights, I preface this by saying you don't read too much into trials, but... There's a lot of work to do. It's always hard to gauge from the trials. You have different combinations. Um, you, know, you look at the Tigers, they have to travel over New Zealand. Where's their motivation off the back of a preseason? Missing some star players mm. to travel over to New Zealand. Um, it's, it's always hard to get a gauge of where teams are at. And certainly just from a personal level, you, just be, you want to get through your work, be nice and not not sharp, but make sure you're trying to put the effort in and put yourself in good places and you know try and get that dust a few cobwebs out. 
And, but it always does make it a little bit easier getting a result and, and, and having a positive weekend, that's for sure. So we got another week of trials and then interestingly we all get a – well, when I say we, everybody gets a week off. The NRL takes a week off. Yeah, I think it's sort of a wrap-up to that preseason. You really know as a team after that second trial, obviously injuries and how you're going within your squads, you really get a, a solid one more solid week of training together where you, you have that last little break before the season kicks off proper because, you know, as, as every NRL player knows, once that you come back to train for that round one, the marathon um, of the NRL season begins. So, yeah, after next week's trial, every, every squad will pretty much know where they're at. Coaches will have in mind, barring a couple of selection panels, what their round one team's most likely looking like. And it'll just be, yeah, one more hard week of training for, for all the teams to get in the bank and then, yeah, strap in until October. <laughs> I have to ask you, mate, what is the latest with the RLPA? Yeah, well, the latest, um, as of Friday morning, we had actually had a couple of really good breakthroughs, especially, you know, all around the women's game. They'd almost agreed to a financial model and um, a contracting model, which would allow clubs to go out and, and start signing plays and, and for our women um, to start securing their future. Now, as I understand it, you know, Andrew and his team need to present this to the clubs and, and to the commission to have that approved or to work out a few policies, but we're hoping that it happens as soon as possible. Um, you know, the players have been pretty vocal that we want to progress as quickly as we can so we can start focusing on the footy. But, mm. um, yeah, all, all reports are uh, significant progress has been made, which is, which is good. And hopefully, you know, it shows when both parties get into the room that they can work hard, they can get these outcomes that we, that we all need. And uh, hopefully it's a sign of things to come in the next week or so before the season kicks off. And the proverbial hit the fan in the last 72 hours, Waiter, with this business about somebody recording the meeting? Yeah, well, it was disappointing that an incident like that happened. But certainly, I think from the player's perspective, you know, that was never, you know, Peter, I've actually spoken to Peter personally and he's assured us that, you know, there's going to be a process. He's going to look into it personally and make sure that that process goes on behind the scenes. But we never wanted that incident to you know, derail the, uh, the CBA. That was a separate thing. We need this CBA sorted. The game needs this sorted. Yeah, I'm happy to say that there was some progress made uh, yeah, over, over the weekend and you know, hopefully can trend into this week as well. Mate, it must be hard for you guys because a lot of the commentators, not just rugby league commentators, commentators in general in Sydney and the general public, you know, their go-to would be, what are these blokes whinging about? They get paid and they're getting a 22% pay rise and yada, yada, yada. And it's not that simple. It's not that simple. And in some cases, it's a little bit people being a little bit ignorant, I think. Yeah, I, I get it. I get the frustration. And, you know, it's been in the news cycle for way too long now. And certainly the players don't want to be talking about this all the time. We want to be you know, talking about the, the All-Stars game and the trial matches and the upcoming season. The fact that it is such a big issue and it hasn't been resolved. It's always going to be a talking point, right? And it's just, yeah, I understand their frustrations, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's, it's, a, it's a big deal. It locks players into a, into a CBA that goes that runs for five years. Within that CBA has all your protections and your um, obligations as a player um, that runs for five years. So you sign a contract for three years, you know exactly what you're getting mm. yourself into, what you're expected in, your, in the workplace. Um, your leave entitlements, your you know private health insurance, what your expectations are around your club. So it's it's a it's a big thing that we need to get right and yeah. make sure that all the mm. you know all the T's are crossed and all the I's are, are, are dotted. And you know I know again I understand the frustration, but you know once it's signed, it lasts for five years. So yeah. it's, it's important to get it right. 
Yeah, well, look, I'm not saying I agree or disagree, but I'm just saying a lot of the people that just come out and say these blokes get six figures, they should just shut up and do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, it's get, not that simple. No, I get yeah. it, I get it. And if it, was, if it was about the financial issues, mate, the, the deal would have been signed. It's not – at the moment it has actually nothing to do with the financial issues, just the non-financial issues that we're working through. And mm. like with the girls, what their contracting model looks like um, and what actually their um, overall financial part looks like just so they can – work out where they're going and what they're signing and what, you know, how many people can sign them and whatnot. So great progress um, in the last couple of days. And, you know, fingers crossed we can get some more progress this week in the men's space. Righto, righto. See you through the week.